Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk. I am obviously the Hypnopunk and today's episode is all going to be about street hypnosis. Ooh, street hypnosis, it brings up some controversy in some people's mind, other people's mind. It's a right laugh, we have a lot of fun doing it. And what we'll find is, and I do all three of these forms of hypnosis, but you find, you tend to find that hypnotists go into one of three camps. There'll be the stage hypnotists, which will count for quite a few. There'll be the therapeutic hypnotherapist that will probably count for a bit more. And there'll be the bastard child, we'll call the street hypnotist, that are not so many, not such a big group. Now, the typically, the hypnotherapists don't quite get along with the stage hypnotist, usually, usually. Uh, but one thing they both have in common is they usually don't like the uh, the street hypnotist. Now, as someone that has done all three, most of the stuff being therapeutic, um, I I say that street hypnosis is amazing, and I'm going to tell you why. Every therapeutic hypnotist should do street hypnosis. Every stage hypnotist should do street hypnosis. They should uncover the bastard child of hypnosis. All right. I tell you, street hypnosis. When you get stage hypnotist, and you got the stage hypnotist gets together with the hypnotherapist, and they have the bastard child. That's what stage. Uh, that's what street hypnotism is, and it's beautiful, and I fucking love it. So, basically, here's the thing: when you're when you do therapeutic hypnosis, someone you've probably screened someone over the phone, and um, they've paid you a bunch of money to be there. You've booked out a session. They've filled out a questionnaire. If you're anything like me, right? Um, so there's a level of compliance there already because they're asking for your help. So what you can do is some therapy with them, but the odds are they're probably going to do what you ask them to do because they've jumped through multiple hoops at that point. It should not be that difficult to get that type of person who wants to be in hypnosis. They've essentially, metaphorically, maybe even physically put up their hands, okay? So there, there is a level of skill, but they've, they've not as much skill as, as, as we like to think as hypnotherapists. You've got the stage hypnotist, on the other hand. Now... Whereas a, a therapeutic hypnotist, we on the first session, we might do a 30-minute um, pre-talk if you were taught anything like me back in the day to maybe um, um, uh, put, to put away people's myths and apprehensions about hypnosis and um, fears and apprehensions, all that stuff. You might have 30 minutes to build up that kind of rapport. Now, a stage hypnotist doesn't have 30 minutes because the audience is going to get bored, be, be on their Tinder swiping right or left, or they're just going to ask for a refund or leave. So the stage hypnotist has maybe, I don't know, five, maybe 10 minutes maximum to do that same pre-talk to alleviate the, uh, the punters, the spectators, fears, apprehensions, and to set the frame about what hypnosis is and what it isn't impressive however the street hypnotist probably has 90 seconds maybe a minute maximum to get what it takes the therapeutic hypnotist 30 minutes what it takes the stage hypnotist maybe five to ten minutes a street hypnotist has one minute to break that talk down they have condensed it the best street performers in the world have condensed it in such a way that they can get that message across to a complete stranger not someone who's bought a ticket for the show not someone who's purchased a package of sessions there that's talked to you over the phone or seen your posters doing it cold that's another reason why street hypnotism street hypnotists are so very very powerful and we should all study it as um, as change workers to make us better at what we do now if people come to a stage show they've probably bought a ticket they've put their hand up on some level they want to be entertained or they want to be part of the entertainment hence they 
probably wouldn't have bought the ticket and taken uh, a night out of their schedule therapeutically once again they're there because they want help you've talked to them on the phone they've filled out a comprehensive questionnaire they want help i don't know many people that wake up in the morning and they say you know what when i'm walking from a to b today when i'm walking from my home to work i hope a hypnotist comes up to me and makes me forget my name that very very rarely happens there's no expectation there there's no frame that's been set so for a street hypnotist to go up to somebody cold in the street and to give them a um a great hypnotic experience is absolutely amazing because these people have not been pre-warned they have not been preconditioned they have not been pre-framed it's the purest form of hypnosis there is because there's been no money exchange they have not seen your posters or promotional material basically doing street hypnosis even if you don't consider yourself a performer will make you a better stage performer it will make you a better therapeutic performer because you will do things faster better you will cut the fat out of what you do and it will also make what you do therapeutically a lot more fun because here's the thing most people when they think of hypnosis they tend to really think about the stage shows when the uh, hypnotist makes the person bark like a cat or meow like a dog or dance around and do the moon dance like michael jackson or sing the belted tones of uh, lady gaga because she's the uh, thing in the moment right um so when they come in to see us as hypnotherapists, we, we're all very serious and uh, we, we, we don't want to humiliate our clients. And that's what stage hypnotists do, right? They humiliate clients. And I don't necessarily buy into that, but I've uh, had many space, uh, talks with uh, hypnotherapists who uh, do share that, um, that opinion. So when it comes down to them coming to see us, therapeutic, they, they are, they do want help, obviously, therapeutically, but they're also looking for a bit of glitz and glamour, a bit of magic, because that's what they think most of the time, what hypnosis is. So you've got to give them a little bit of what they think hypnosis is. So then, around the back, you can do that great therapeutic change work. Now, I know many stage hypnotists who are great stage hypnotists. They're okay, therapeutic, hypnotherapists, but they're shit scared of going out cold into the street to an audience that has not been preconditioned and approaching them and doing street hypnosis. I know many hypnotherapists who kind of poo-poo the idea of, of street hypnotists. It's bad. It's like I said, it's the bastard child of hypnotherapists and stage hypnotists. And when you look through that and you question it more, really what it is, is the, they're not everyone, by all means, not everyone, but many hypnotherapists are just shit scared. If the stuff they do doesn't work, they look like a complete fool. Hence, it's the story of the hypnotherapist who goes to a networking meeting and you've got the accountant, you've got the Arbonne person, you've got the personal trainer, you have got the massage therapist and you've got the hypnotist. So automatically, you're the most interesting person in the room. They've never met anyone like you. And inevitably, someone's going to ask, oh, you do that hypnosis, um, can you do some on me now? And typically, that sentence right there, it just makes a hypnotist, hypnotherapist shit themselves. Because like, 
they end up going into excuse mode. And hey, I've done this before in the past as well. Oh well, no, no, I can't do it because because it's it's, it's very serious, and you need to come into my office, and I need to do a screening with you, and uh, a full screening before we do that, and see if you'd be appropriate to do hypnosis. And they usually take about thirty minutes in my office in these perfect test situations. And so now, if you'd like to do it, by that point, the person switched their mind off because they see hypnotist that says sleep. And suddenly the person in front of them is doing mad, crazy, <laughs> miraculous things. You've already turned yourself off to them at that point. You've already exposed yourself as being a fraud on some point. Sorry to say it, but I am going to say it. I used to be like that too. But think of the power now that when you do, when you do have the ability to hypnotize people who are cold, who are at least open to being hypnotized, and you hypnotize them, and when someone comes up to you at said networking meeting, um, a family get together, a party, like you're an hypnotist, hypnotize me. And you're like, great, let's go. Or like hypnotist, can you tell me about that? And you're like, well, I could tell you about it or I could just show you. Is it okay if I show you? And they're like, what? You can show me? And then you go into a some kind of hypnotic phenomenon, some kind of convincer for them to experience magic at that moment right there their mind is blown and you've given them exactly what you wanted and you've raised your credibility by giving them a bit of entertainment up front. You then get to do that miraculous change work you want to do. You give them some bells and whistles up front because they want to be entertained. And if you're in therapy, to quote Richard Bandler, you're also in entertainment. So learn to be fucking entertaining. So street hypnosis is the purest form of hypnosis you can do. And it does take balls of steel. I've had the pleasure of going out with some of the best street hypnotists in the world. Some of the very, very best in the world. And I've uh, also had the pleasure of meeting many hypnotherapists and many stage hypnotists. And they can't transfer that skill onto a cold party, onto a random stranger. And uh, it always makes me chuckle because oftentimes as hypnotists, we've, we've all probably worked with somebody who wants more self-confidence, more self-esteem. Yet when it comes to us performing, we can say, well, no, no, I just don't want to do it. And it's not that we don't want to do it because who doesn't want to have the superpower of hypnotizing someone cold one day in the middle of the street? It's a cool fucking thing to do. It's amazing. And the people you do it with love it. And it brings our standard up high because people are like shit this stuff works because he stuck my lips together he stuck my feet to the ground he made me forget the number six he made me forget my name he made me see Channing Tatum or Lady Gaga and they weren't really here he made me disappear my foot he said freeze and I just froze he said mute and I just muted he said speak in Martian and that's all I could speak in Yes, it's entertainment. Yes, it's skit. But in their mind, they're thinking, well, if he can make me, if he can do all that cool stuff with me, he can make me stop smoking. She can make me stop drinking alcohol. He can give me confidence. She can get me over my fear or phobia. So you're leading heavy first with that hypnotic phenomenon. It's very, very important. And I would encourage all hypnotists, stage hypnotists, go out there and do some street hypnosis. In your local area, certain times of year when you know it's going to be a happy, rowdy crowd, whether that be Thanksgiving if you're in uh, North America, whether that be Christmas, whether that be New Year's, whether it be Halloween, uh, it's a great time to go out there with people in quite high spirits and just test your work. Test that you can do this shit in the real world when those perfect conditions are not there. Because I'm going to tell you what, those perfect conditions to do hypnosis are never there. 
It's almost the story of the person who's a great martial artist, has multiple black belts in multiple disciplines. In the dojo, this martial artist kicks ass when everyone bows and everyone's prepared and everyone's got their gi on. Yet you hear the story that that great martial artist with all the 10th dans and black belts you can imagine for every martial art from the A to the Z. Yet one night that martial artist is walking home. They're not ready. They're not prepared. And out of nowhere, someone jumps out in front of them with a knife or a glass bottle and says, Give me your money. And while this martial artist is going through everything that he could do to this assailant in front of him, I could sidekick him. I could give him a hook punch. I could give him a front kick. I could put the Kimura arm lock as he or she. Let's not be sexist is going through all of this. They've been cold cocked, they've been sucker punched, they've been stuck by a knife or a bottle, and it's over. It's too late. A real fighter should be able to do it in the dojo, but equally on the street, if called upon it, and there's no other way out of that situation. A real hypnotist should be able to do this on the street when there's no warm audience, like a great street magician. A great magician, yes. If they're David Copperfield and they've got a multi-million dollar bod budget behind them and they can perform fantastic. But if they can equally take it to the streets, one-on-one with no million dollar budget, million dollar special effects, like a, like a David Blaine, that blows people's minds. And for me, street hypnotism is the purest form of what you do. What you do. And what, what I notice, the biggest fear, the biggest hang-up when it comes in street hypnosis is two things. We say we don't want to do it, but technically as hypnotists we do, because who doesn't want that superpower? It's just that we're shit scared to do it. And what are we scared of? We're scared of going up to people and getting rejected, number one. Number two, we're scared that what we do won't work, so we look like fears and failures. Those are the two biggest fears. Here's the thing, I do quite a bit of street hypnosis now in, in Toronto where I live. Um, I've done it in New York City, I've done it in, in, in the great Las Vegas. Not everyone wants to be hypnotised, which is fine not everyone's gonna want to be hypnotized you let them go on like not everyone's gonna want to buy your services but those people that are open to do it like well yeah i'd like to experience it great so there's no rejection there you're essentially going to someone with a gift you say here's a gift i don't want any money from it i just want to give this gift that i have to give you an experience of it so you're not actually asking for something you're going there to give something so you're not losing anything if anything the person who does decline your offer they're losing the experience and having a free, lovely, wonderful experience of experiential hypnosis. You're losing nothing. You're giving someone something and you want nothing in return. And guess what? Not all of your convincers, not all of your hypnotic phenomenon, not all of your skits are going to go perfect all the time. That's like trying to be a baseball player and wanting to uh, hit home runs with every strike. It doesn't happen. It's like trying to be a boxer and every single fight you have, you have a knockout and you have more than one fight. It doesn't happen. This is life. You are not going to be perfect. Let go of the perception of perfect. Remember, you're going to fuck up a lot and you're going to fuck up a lot very, very fast. But if you fuck up a lot fast, you get better and better and better. And as you streamline your approach, you'll be a better stage hypnotist. Because you realise if you can do it with people cold, then people are paying you that actually want to be there, that knew what they're getting into, it's going to be a cakewalk. So as therapeutic clients who desperately want to change their life because you're giving them 30 minutes on the screen and on the phone, it's going to be easy to do that work. And then they get that enjoyment of being entertained at the same time. There's many, many great street hypnotists out there.
There's Arthur here in Toronto, the big Russian mafia guy. He's not really the mafia. He's a lovely guy. There's Mr. P in Houston, Texas. Um, there is Emerge um, out there in, I'm not exactly sure where Emerge is. I think it might be Detroit or um, it might be Detroit. <laughs> There's lots of great hypnotists there and you can look at some of these guys online. There's some hypnotists out there, street hypnotists that are quite boring and shit. But at least they're out there fucking doing something. Go out there, get off your ass and do something. I remember when I first started getting into street hypnosis, just doing magnetic fingers for me. I was like, oh my God, I did magnetic fingers. And I felt like an hypnotist. And then I did magnetic hands. It's like, oh no, no, I thought I felt like a hypnotist before, but now I'm a real hypnotist. And then when I started to do Feel This and the Jedi, right? They're like, no, 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 I'm doing real hypnosis. And then when I did my first induction with someone, I'm like, no, that was all great, but, but this is where the money is, so to speak. And then when I started to do skits with people, making them forget their name, amnesia, full body catalepsy, small body catalepsy, uh, positive hallucination, negative hallucination, it just got better and better and better and it just pumped me up and it made me feel fucking incredible. I know why performers get addicted to that feeling, whether they're a professional wrestler, a professional athlete, a movie star, a stage actor, a singer, a dancer. I get what that is, and I think you owe yourself that gift that if you are into hypnosis, go out there and experiment with willing victims, I mean willing participants with this. Use your skill, hone your skill like it is a martial art, so you can use it at any time, whenever you need to, not only when this situation and the circumstances are perfect, you can be able to do it at any time, because for me, a true expert can do their craft at any time, anywhere, any place. And I think you owe yourself that gift, if you are an hypnotist, to go out there and do it. To go out there and experiment with street hypnosis. And after you've experimented with it, if it's not really your thing, if you don't really like it, but you've actually gone out there and tempted it, good for you. It isn't for everyone. But don't just poo-poo it. Don't just rubbish it because you've never experienced it because you're too much of a pussy to go out there and do something. Go out there, experiment, experiment multiple times, get feedback, and then make your decision. Because it will make you a better hypnotist, a stage hypnotist, a better hypnotherapist. I go to a lot of these conferences all around the world. Some of the greatest hypnotists that you, that, that you can find out there. And it always surprises me that a lot of them are still shit scared to do street hypnosis. Now when you go to a convention, there's a bunch of other hypnotists there. That's not the same as doing street hypnosis because... Um, it's a lot easier to do hypnosis with hypnotists who are already open-minded than it is to a random person who's uh, who's on Church Street in Toronto on a Saturday night or outside the City Hall in Toronto on a Friday night or outside the Bellagio in Las Vegas or walking down somewhere in Manhattan, Times Square. People who are not there to be hypnotized. So yeah, if you want to build up your confidence a little bit, you can do it with friends, you can do it with family, sure. But, but but that's still a bit of a crutch, to be honest with you. When you're out there doing it with people you don't know, people you've just met, that's when you become shit hot at this. And your skills are going to exponentially get higher and higher and higher. And you are going to feel fucking bulletproof when you do this. And you're going to be able to help so more many people because the confidence in your own ability is going to skyrocket.
and your clients, your um, audience, if you're into stage, are going to feel this upon you and they're going to know that you know your shit. They're going to feel your bulletproof confidence. So go out there, find someone perhaps in the local, local meetup, meetup group who does street hypnosis. Perhaps put a, um, go on a couple of uh, Facebook forums. There's many street hypnosis groups out there. See if there's anyone in your town that will go out with you and um, allow you to do this with them. Um, if you're in Toronto, if you're in Ottawa, then please look me up. Um, I am Hypnopunk here, but my website is lukenosis.com. I do stage hypnosis courses and take um, private mentoring students out. And it's just really where the rubber meets the road and it is, is, is exhilarating to do this. So um, that's my pitch for street hypnosis and why it's so very important. And you should really look into it before you rubbish it because you don't have the balls to go out there and do it. Do it. Do it multiple times, then make up your point. Because the street hypnotist, a good street hypnotist, is the purest form of hypnosis you're ever going to have. So I've been Hypnopunk. This has been another episode of Unstuck Transformation with Edge. And uh, this month what I'm giving away is three 30-minute power sessions with me. What a power session is, it's 30 minutes with me either on the telephone or on Skype or whatever that eye face, eye thing on your iPhone is, eye message. And um, where you get me for 30 minutes and we talk about an issue that you have in something that you want to get rid of or something you want to get better at. And I give you some input and perhaps how we could work together in the future to completely eviscerate that and allow you to get to the level that you want. They are free this month. They are 30 minutes. If you'd like to claim your spot, then go to mail at lukenosis.com. My email, send me an email, mail, M A I L at Lukenosis, L U K E N O S I S dot com. And tell me, you listen to the podcast, tell me what you want to work on and give me your Skype handle um, or your cell phone if you're in Ontario, Canada, and a time when to call you, and we'll do it. We'll do it free of charge to see how we can get you on the right track. And also, if you're enjoying these podcasts as much as I enjoy putting them out, please do share the love, tell people about it, and give me a five-star review on iTunes because it makes people more people listen, spreads the word, and gives me more reason to do these shows. I've been Hypnopunk. This has been Unstuck for another episode. And as I always like to say, always believe.